Hello and welcome to the Offstage Cast, a podcast all about the Liverpool International Theatre Festival. Each episode, we will deliver an all-access pass to what staging an international theatre festival is all about. I am your host, Deborah Radall, along with Neil Maidman and Vic Mills. We are the Offstage Cast. Today, we'll be talking about the Shortcuts Virtual Theatre Festival, which we are happy to be introducing this year. Yes, it's going to do a very exciting sort of time with Shortcuts, so it'll be good to have a, have a chat about that today with you both. Yeah, we're getting through lots of questions coming in from theatre companies and various individuals in places who had no connection with us previously, uh, wanting to uh, ask a question about their entry and what they're able to do and what they're not. Yeah, and I know the shortcuts idea came about due to the COVID pandemic. After we realized like, our festival wouldn't be happening in 2020 as we planned. So, Neil, expand on that a little bit. Yeah, you, you, you're dead right there, Deborah. I mean, um, I know we mentioned something about this in our first podcast, but we're going to go into a bit more detail today about what it's all about. Um, of course, we're very much aware that theatres very much ground to a halt uh, recently across the world. And so it was our plan to provide an opportunity for playwrights and for directors, actors, companies to be creative uh, and also to produce a new piece of theatre. Uh, we want to keep it something short and manageable um, and within the boundaries of all the COVID restrictions, etc. Now, Vic, what are you asking people to produce exactly? Uh, firstly, we want a, a self-contained piece of theatre. Uh, which is a challenge. It's um, It can only be a maximum of 10 minutes. Uh, it can involve any kind of style of theatre at all. It can be um, comedy, music, drama, dance, mime, anything that suits the performers who are writing and devising. Um, we can have any number of performers. It could be a cast of thousands. It could even be a talking head to a camera <laughs> filmed in somebody's bedroom or back garden. It will have to be a cast of socially distancing, mask-wearing thousands, given that we are in this current global climate of a pandemic. And 10 minutes, very broad options, lots of possibilities. So really, it can be about anything at all, right? Um, does it have to be about the pandemic in any way? Oh, no, 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 not, not, not at all. It doesn't have a link to the pandemic at all, really. But um, we've chosen the theme of, of family. Um, and that can be that's a very broad sort of term as well. So it could be about um, families being together, families being apart, uh, what we classify as family. You know, some people classify their friends as family. Um, it, you know, so it, it's, um, it's a very broad interpretation of that word. So we, we want to be as open as possible. And if it is about the pandemic, great if it isn't equally as great okay so either about the pandemic or not about the pandemic that's a decision um and i love that it's about family and as you said it can mean so many things there's many options as there are types of families and it sounds like that's something people could achieve if even if they had had which we all have had COVID restrictions, maybe they can't really leave their home or their their general area where they live. Um, does it have to be done in English? No, not at all. No, um, 
as I mentioned in the previous uh, podcast, uh, with the with YouTube these days, it does automatic sort of translations for you. So it doesn't have to be the English language at all. Um, in fact, in our, our normal uh, theatre bound festival, um, which is going to be happening ne- next year, um, most of the of the the groups that we have coming to see us uh, are not in the English language anyway. It's fantastic to have that option on YouTube because it makes it accessible to people of all different languages. And sure. when we and when we host the festival here, although the majority of our troops will be performing in English, with the ones that choose not to, it's going to be very visual. There's probably going to be a synopsis in the program, but we'll get into that kind of information in another podcast. Uh-huh. Um, thinking about the uh, the shortcuts again, we're, we're aware very much that people might be working under a few restrictions in their country. They might be sending something from New Zealand and have no restrictions whatsoever. Um, but um, because of those different restrictions, we've been very open about guidelines for what people can do and what they can't. If they want to be filming a uh, production with lighting and costumes on a theatre stage, that's absolutely fine with complex special effects. That's good. If they're filming a conversation with two people standing at a sink in a kitchen or you know, having a fight in a forest, any of those things are absolutely fine, as long as what we see is a filmed record of a 10-minute piece of theatre. Again, so many options. And there it's it's fun that we're leaving it up to our individual troops to really express their creativity. And really, we're looking for a wide range of work, looking for a wide range of creativity. Um but it's nice to hear that that is perhaps not where the judgment, because this is a little bit of a contest as well, mm-hmm. um, that the judgment isn't going to be focusing on that per se. Um, so is it fair to say that the films don't have to look really professional? I mean, Neil, as judges, tell us about how that's going to play into the score or evaluation of these shortcuts. It, it really doesn't in, in a way, because, um, this is all about theatre. This is not a film competition. So, I mean, if people can do basic editing, that's fine, but it's not part of what we're looking at. I guess Shortcuts is all about being able to have a theatrical um, event and capturing that on whatever medium you can. So, you know, if you've got a, if you've got a, a decent camera, then great. If you've got a, you know, a mobile phone, then great. It's not about the fancy editing or anything like that at all um, it's really about the quality and um, the interpretation of the script based around that theme of family well that's really nice to hear because we want to make this accessible we want to make this something that anybody can do and not be afraid of appearing to be too amateurish or appearing to not measure up to anybody else really things will be looked at on their own merits for each individual film. So that's exciting. Now, along with lots of questions, there have been some entries already submitted and plenty of companies and individuals who I hear are still working on entries. Um, How pleased are you both with the results of this call for submissions to Shortcuts? Well, it's been very encouraging, hasn't it, Vic, Um, with regard to... 
yeah. What yeah. what we've had so far, you know, um, there's been a lot of passion about about things, um, and you know, a lot of our practitioners have been been superb with what they've what they've brought out. So we're very excited at at um, at viewing these properly. I think what Vic and I have, have done as as judges for this is that we've had them in, we've had a very quick brief look at them and then um when we get to the actual sort of closing date we'll look at them properly after that yeah i mean that saying uh necessity is the motherhood of invention you know some of the greatest creativity and artistic works comes from when people are trying to overcome life's difficulties or they've been upset about something um so it's, it's super interesting. I can't wait to see them all. Now, if people are just hearing about shortcuts, Vic, is there still time for people to produce work for the competition? Uh, that depends a little bit on what the date is when you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> As of um, the date of recording, there would still be plenty of time left. The competition closes to entrance on the last day of November. So... Um, I guess, I mean, there's a certain amount of time left. If you were starting something from scratch now, you'd have to move very quickly indeed. But we do know that there are still people working on things. I saw uh, on social media a call out from a theatre company who were desperate to get hold of a Chinese newspaper from the war years. (laughs) So things are going on and unusual and exciting kind of requests going out there. So, um, I mean, as of now, there are um, six to seven weeks left as we record. But, um, yeah, time is – we're heading in the direction of the um, the closing date, which is the end of November. Yeah, technology is wonderful. And even as we work on this particular project of the offstage cast to make information about the uh, Liverpool International Theatre Festival more accessible, we are um, having to work within our own parameters of – challenges of getting this out but I, I'm, I'm pretty sure there will be still some time once people listen to this and further um, shortcuts has been promoted as as you are well aware on social media for quite some time now so right, yeah. I'm thinking that there will be some time for people to get their stuff together and who knows you never know now because we don't know exactly how much time for shortcuts um, Neil maybe we should remind everybody how they go about sending in their entry, where they can find the forms, and um, an important question, is there a fee to enter? Well, um, the process for for entry is is quite simple. The best thing for people to do is to head over to the LITF website, which is litf.ca forward slash shortcuts, and all the information is is on there. But briefly, um, there, there is no entry fee for this. Um, have you, as we've mentioned previously, it's a 10-minute sort of window, so that so approximately 10 minutes for uh, for each entry. People can enter as many times as they like. So if we I know we have we have one group um that is actually uh doing two or three different entries, which is amazing, really. Um so uh so the only thing that that um that holds you back is perhaps your imagination. There are prizes for this as well. So there is no entry fee, but there are prizes. So um, up to $850 worth of prizes are on offer. So it's well worth doing, wouldn't you say, Vic? Yeah, I was about to say there was nearly $1,000 worth of prizes. (laughs) I I do tend to err on the side of exaggeration about most things, really. 
Um, yeah, no, I, I think the, the bit about um, people being able to enter as many um, entries as they like is a useful thing. And to acknowledge that this doesn't have to be companies. If we've got a playwright who's written a one person or two person piece, they don't have to be from an acknowledged or um, a company that we're familiar with or a registered legal company or anything. They just somebody who has produced some theatre who wants to send it to us is absolutely fine. We're more than happy to receive it. And as you say, there are some companies we know that are working on a number of different entries. Um, there is, I think, we agreed that um, performers would be age 16 and over. But I think other than that, um, there, weren't other, there weren't other restrictions. So there's not a lot of restrictions. And I think, again, that makes it accessible and open to many different kinds of um, entries. And it's really great to hear that we aren't restricting it to companies per se, that it's open to anybody that would like to throw their hat in the ring, as they say. One of the things that I think is worthwhile saying is that other than cash prizes, what this offers is, I think, exposure for people for their work so that, you know, we will be making available um, online through YouTube and social media um, all entries so that companies who've entered something will be able to say they'll be able to put it on their CV and they can say we entered work for the um, the shortcuts Liverpool International Theatre Festival of 2020 etc um, so it is it is a window for exposure for people and um, because of our um, spread and audience is a worldwide window that's kind of neat, you know, that whole bit of um, exposure, getting your work out there, particularly if you aren't part of um, a recognized theater company. It's a, a nice option for people to uh, take advantage of. So there's really no downsides except for getting your stuff together and sending it into the Shortcuts Festival in time for the deadline. Um, what do you hope um, the legacy of the Shortcuts Festival will be, Neil? What are we What are we hoping for doing well, this? Un unlike a, 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 a what we call a normal festival, whatever normal is these days, <laughs> um, whereby uh, you have uh, entrants coming from all across the world. They come to Liverpool and they perform, and then they leave. Yeah, and we and we and we do the same thing again in two years. This is going to be a a, a body of, of of brand new theatre work that's going to be online for everybody to enjoy. You know, um, going forward, so um, a greater awareness of different types of theatre um, and an appreciation of culture of of. of of other countries and other people's ways. And I think, too, we're looking for greater awareness of what LITF stands for, getting LITF out to a wider audience. What we're hoping is that companies who've enjoyed entering shortcuts might be inspired to apply for the physical LITF experience in the future so that we broaden the number of companies who come to or apply to come to visit um, Canada um, and we're also hoping out of this, I guess, as a legacy, that this won't but just be a one-off that's come up during the time of the pandemic, but that if it's successful, as it, it looks like being, we'll be able to run it alternate years with LITF in the future. Yeah, so on that, on that off year when we aren't presenting the festival, because it is every second year for the Liverpool International Theatre yeah. Festival, it would be nice to have something on offer for... Um, for our troops as well as our fans of of the festival yeah, to um, have a little something going on 
to tide us over until the next year of, of the festival. Very innovative. Um, I think it's a great addition to what LITF is all about. And we look forward, so I look so forward to seeing the work as it comes in. And now, when do you start that adjudication process, Neil? You did mention something about January, so just clarify yes. that for us. So uh, entries need to be in by the 30th of November 2020, as Vic has mentioned. Um, but we'll be on the case from, from the beginning of December. Um, we'll have a long list um, to, to which we consider the best work during January. And then we'll get our shortlist out um, from March onwards, I, I believe we, we kind of agreed. So uh, and those six, which will be on the shortlist, will be screened during LITF 2021. And the winner will be announced along with the winners of the LITF 2021 festival uh, on the last night of, of, uh, of that next October. So stay tuned to social media, stay tuned to the offstage cast, and we'll keep you um, informed about when everything is happening. Absolutely. So that's pretty much everything you need to know about shortcuts, except to get your submissions in before the end of November. Thank you for listening to the offstage cast. And remember, contact us with any questions or comments that you might have at litf.ca. We're always happy to hear from you. You've been listening to the Offstage Cast from the Liverpool International Theatre Festival. Remember to subscribe in your favourite podcast app so you don't miss any future episodes. For more information and to contact us, be sure to visit our website, litf.ca.